WCTS, WCTSA and and FM 98.5. Remember to put the buttons on your radio so you can punch in either the AM or the FM signal in Raleigh. We're here every night with the Tom Kearney Show, Monday through Friday from 9 to 10 with a little bit of live and in real-time radio. We like to have programs that are edifying and entertaining. And uh, over the years, one of my favorite programs, too, going back to our very beginning, and indeed the our predecessor, the Bart Rittner Show, the, uh, back to 1975, one of the most popular shows was the program on which we talked about uh, stamps and coins, or as I put on the schedule on our website, numismatics, which is coins, and uh, philately, which is stamps, with a man named Doug Maddox, who was the proprietor of Maddox Coins and Stamps. Well, Doug is semi-retired now, but we don't have to change the spelling of the name because the proprietor now, or the co-proprietor, uh, the guy we talked to on the radio is, is Doug's son, who's I hope that's all I can say that. His name is Austin Maddox. Austin, are you there? Yeah. Yeah. Hi. How are you? Yeah, I'm fine. I'm giving a kind of complete but somewhat convoluted introduction to you tonight. <laughs> but some people, people call up all the time and say, you know, I used to listen to you back in 1993, and I want them to know that Maddox Coins and Stamps has the same ownership that it did. And why don't we start off tonight with, with, with uh, the, some basic information. Uh and sure. that is, you uh, for years they were in a particular location, and a couple of years ago you moved. Uh, you're still on Overland Road, and is correct. it 801? Is that the number? That's correct. Um, I, if you're familiar with Overland Road, which I know you are, uh, it's the building that's got the art installation commemorating the neighborhood, which, um, it, as you know, the, the neighborhood behind there is the historical black neighborhood of uh, uh, Oberlin Heights. Right, it just got some designation along those lines. I believe the church or the cemetery yeah. or something was, was on the news early within the last yeah. couple of days. Well, you know, it's good to drop by the building anyways uh, because the gardens are, you know, very well kept and they actually keep a little brochure out on the, in, in the display and give some history of the neighborhood, which is nice. Right, it's uh, a neighborhood. Uh, in fact, we ought to have someone come and talk about the Oberlin neighborhood uh, Maybe the gentleman who does uh, the Raleigh History Museum, Art yeah. Dollar, can talk about it sometime because he knows about it. And uh, it's uh, it was the neighborhood. Yes, yeah, you probably know that it was established after the Civil War, mm-hmm. so the uh, blacks who had been slaves could move away mm-hmm. from the downtown area, and, and the people who had been the owners and had their own town, so to speak. And, yeah. and it was named for Oberlin College, which is in. Uh, Oberlin, Ohio, I think, which is near Cleveland. It's a, a, mm-hmm. a fa- it was a famous school then. And so, yeah. But the, you're there. Your telephone yes, number is the same, 832-2291. And your yes, website sir. is Maddox, and that's M-A-T-T-O-X, coins, pure plural, and stamps, plural, dot com, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. Hey, well, if you we'll repeat it. anything close to that, you'll get us. And we'll repeat it. Well, I just Google Maddox Coins and Stamps, and it always gets always gives go. me the number exactly. and everything. And we'll repeat that again before the show is over. And the reason I'm really kind of standing on this tonight is that uh, I got a really nice letter, as I told you, from a lady the other day, and she wanted to know how to get in touch with you. And one of those yeah. things we, we're lacking in the world today that we had for most of my life and most of yours, and that is was a phone book. 
and mm-hmm. uh, but about 2008 they quit giving you the phone books. They still have a, a shadow of the yellow pages, and so on. So mm-hmm. it might help you, but sometimes it's hard to find a number for a person or a right. Uh, right. a business establishment uh, if you if you don't know certain things. But anyway, that's and we'll mm-hmm. re- repeat that a little bit later, and uh, yeah, and also. The information, you know, about how you would deal with uh, with coins or stamps if people wanted you to assess them, and, and the, you know, the fact that you would give them a certain amount of time to take a look at it, decide whether to stop or go on, and that, that kind of sure. thing. Yeah, we, uh, you know, we're always happy to give a few minutes for free. Yeah, and and that that's a good thing because you usually, I know your dad used to say he could look at them for just a few minutes, ten or fifteen minutes, and go through and just. Spread mm-hmm. stuff out on the table, maybe or something, and and That's say right. uh, these are pretty ordinary coins, uh, and mm-hmm. so it's really not worth uh, charging you what it would what the, the market would bear to to go right. through them and find out what what's there, or there might be something that looked interesting sure. there. So I should, know, we should say uh, yeah. about your establishment that it is not a store that people can go in and browse, and that is you do business right. by appointment only. And uh, That's right. And uh, you do a lot of evaluations for uh, for people and for important institutions. And so we do, and you know, that. like you were saying, we you know the first few minutes, uh, you know, that we do a lot of times the person coming in is coming in with close, you know, something close to zero knowledge on coins or or currency or stamps. Um, and so the first few minutes is is more like a you know. Here's a crash course in what's laying in front of us, because we, you know, we really want people to understand what what we're doing and why we're doing it. Whether it's a hundred thousand dollars, as you said, you know, some really good stuff, or whether it's just some stuff we say, hey, if you've got, you know, young kids in the family, this would be great stuff for them to 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 learn with and have fun with. And there have been some, and there are still. Uh, I've done some reading on this lately, and there, there are still a lot of people who take stamp and coin collecting seriously. And I know, as a student of history, I know President Roosevelt, Franklin Roosevelt, was a big stamp collector. And when things got a little heavy duty, and you know, he was anxious mm-hmm. or stuff, he would go into his room with his stamps and oh, just yeah. kind of chill, as I think we would say. And he, he that that's was, right take the pressure off, and he always enjoyed doing that, that's all. But, uh, that's right. you know, I read a description, and I can't remember where I read it recently, but it would be something that, that uh, it would be good to, to have on a brochure or something, and that is usually on stamps have been something that people have collected for about 180 years now. I think the mm-hmm. first ones were started, they started collecting the Stamps as we know them today, about 1840, when the penny black mm-hmm. was issued. I'm, I'm showing off for you. For you to, there you yeah, go. That's right. And uh, but the coins are at the other extreme, and that oh, is yeah. the. Uh, I know uh, your dad brought a coin to show me one night, and it was a coin that was, I think, made uh, 600 BC, if that could be possible. But it was about the size that's of right. a dime, and uh, it had yeah. Some, Greek-looking soldier on it and everything, and it was actually the oldest thing, hand man-made that I ever touched. You know, the, mm-hmm. the, the earth is out there, but uh, that's a different story. But and I know I, we're I, getting on; it's getting close to about three thousand years since the first coin was made. Not quite, because we're we're you know they figure they're about eight 
100-ish PC would be the first one, but, you know, give or take 50 years. So we're, we're not quite there yet, but we're getting close. And it was, I think it was in a part of the world that I know you're familiar with because you, mm-hmm. you traveled there and you, I think you taught school there or something. I lived uh, there, in yeah. Turkey. Yeah. And that, that was uh, a lot of things that are said to be in, in, in ancient Greece were actually on the coast of the, I think it's called the Anatolian Peninsula or mm-hmm. something. But, uh, exactly. But uh, along the actual coast, it was actually in what today is Turkey, just across mm-hmm. from the Greek islands. Exactly. And, uh, and so uh, there's you, and you and I were talking before we came on the air about how much history historians and uh, uh, archaeologists and so on have learned or projected from what they see on something as simple as coins. And mm-hmm. and the the article that I read, I'm just sharing this with you on the air in front of everybody, but it can't hurt. <laughs> and we'll go on to that. that usually stamps, it said, usually are are valuable because they have or are misprints or. Uh, they're extremely rare or something mm-hmm. like that. There's a reason and that, that, that there are a lot of stamps that are not really, really worth anything, but mm-hmm. the ones that are uh, valuable are like the, the Jenny, the, where they printed them mm-hmm. upside down or something like That's that, right. or, or used the wrong numbers or something like that. Mm-hmm. And coins, it said, are usually, uh, you look for uh, what my mother would call a mislick, that is where, where something was stamped wrong or they put a put some sort of insignia or something on the coin sure. that wasn't supposed to be there or, or whatever, but some, something yeah. differentiates it from the mass of other coins. Well, and, you know, you're right, exactly. Uh, you know, error is, is, is the whole whole category of collecting, you know. But, um, yeah, it's, you know, like we've talked about before, it, it really boils down to supply and demand more than anything. Something that I should say, because I've, I've, I've always been proud of this, is we don't just talk about coins in terms of their value, and that is, uh, when we were able to take calls, people would call and say, I have this mm-hmm. penny, and it's a 1943, and it's greenish in color, and is it worth yeah. anything? And and the fact is, we appreciate coins not only because of their value, as a matter of something you would use for exchange, but also for their beauty and for their, you know, works of art, mm-hmm. and or, or something that is historic. You know, if you find a coin mm-hmm. uh, that was made in... Uh, Texas in 1836, it might have Santa Ana's picture on it, the Mexican leader rather than the American Mm -hmm. leader, because that was about the time that Texas got its independence. But you can date things by when the coins were made. Right, Uh, right. You know, another thing we like to do is have a trivia question, and I've got three for you tonight that I thought I might see if I can trip you up on. Okay, well, uh, I'll tell you what. Let's do a radio, what's called a tease in radio. There You've you got go. three questions that you're going to ask Tom Kearney. He may not know the answers, but but it's, it will be a way that we can that I can learn something. Almost all I know about coins and stamps I've learned from doing this program, but I I do feel like I've learned a fair amount. So we need to take a break. So let's say right after we take this break, Austin will give me the trivia questions and see if I can answer them. Is that okay? That sounds perfect. All right, Austin Maddox of Maddox Coins and Stamps is our guest. I've talked too much during the first quarter hour. He gets to talk during the other three quarter hours. And we'll start on that right after we take this break. We have Tom Kearney here on the Tom Kearney Show. John Stalter is our producer. And uh, our guest tonight is Mr. Austin Maddox. And that's important that I spell it for you because I tried to look it up under the wrong spelling one time, Austin, and 
couldn't find it, which is, <laughs> I'm looking for your phone number, but it's M-A-T-T-O-X. Is that not correct? That's right. And Austin is the proprietor or co-proprietor of uh, Maddox Coins and Stamps, which has been in business. I think it started, Austin, sometime in like this early 70s or something like that. Yeah, right. yeah. I, I think we may well be able to call it 50 years now. Okay, well, I know that it was on Mr. Rittner's show, The, the Open Line, which is the grandfather of our show mm -hmm. uh, back uh, in the in the, in the 70s, because I remember mm -hmm. listening to it before I worked at WPTF. And, mm -hmm. uh, but anyway, uh, maybe maybe uh, over where your dad is retired to, he may be listening now. I hope that he is. Uh, sure. You said you had three questions for him, and uh, now I'm probably not going to get to answer them, but, but I'll it will create a discussion for us. So what, what sure. are the questions? Well, so I thought, you know, with, uh, with it being Black History Month last month, and then um, as we had talked about, um, you said this month is um, Women's History Month. That's correct, exactly. Uh, so I thought I would try to stick, on, stick with those themes. So question one, I know we've talked about this before, so I believe that you will know the answer. So... Uh, which woman? Uh, which women have been featured on U.S. banknotes? U.S. banknotes. Oh my goodness! I don't, I know a woman who has been featured on a coin, but I'm not yeah. really sure about the banknotes. Uh, and uh, I guess to to further clarify, this have to be uh, real people, so allegorical figures do not count. Okay, it would have to be somebody like the Secretary of the Treasury or. Or, sure, uh, a real, you know, a, a, Congress, a, a a senator or a real person, somebody who had distinguished themselves. In, That's right. In. Well, I really yeah. don't know the answer, but this this is how this works. Now, you tell me the answer and, and see if we can make a discussion out of it. Who is the first one? That's right. Well, so the only one who has been on a banknote, so, you know, banknote, of course, means, you know, paper currency, is Martha Washington. Right, and, so, I, and yeah. I, she's the only the only one to to really be on it one at all, but uh, she was prominently featured on on one thing note, a dollar bill uh, boy back in eighteen I would have to guess eighteen sixty nine maybe right well you know we both know, and this gives us room to share this information uh, that uh, government issued banknotes were not common until the time of the Civil War. When they began That's, before that, there were notes issued by banks that could be used in, in, in the same form. It was in effect right. money. That's right. But the government did not issue bank notes. There was a lot of political argument over that. As a matter of fact, the greenbacks is what they were called. It was actually greenback political party. But uh, uh, but uh, and that that was a time when when people would make patriotic gestures and. And, uh, and and I suppose honoring the president, uh, mm -hmm. George Washington has always been held very high in mm -hmm. in the eyes of Americans. He truly is the father of the country, and uh, absolutely. And, and his wife would would have been part of that too. So that that's that's, that's kind right. of kind of interesting. And you know, sometime we're going to have we will need to talk about. I believe it is pretty close to being finalized that they are going to remove Andrew Jackson from the twenty. Dollar mm -hmm. uh, uh, 
I would yeah. be playing that now and replace him with Harriet Tubman if I'm wrong. Yeah, I don't know what the status of that is. It it had it was it had been planned to have to to happen, um, and then the the previous administration nixed the plan completely, um, and now of course we have another new administration. So uh, I I don't know if that decision has gone back into. You know, has has come back up again, or if it's, I don't know, I don't know. Well, well I'll tell you what, I will out. take that as a homework assignment. I'll find yeah. out for the next time you come, and and we can talk about that then. But uh, given the 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 state of uh, uh, conflict in the United States and, and over over racial issues and so on, and uh, uh, well, just along those lines, I I have a feeling that it will be renewed, and that it in fact will mm-hmm. happen. Uh, I don't believe I would this. think so as well. Yeah, most now of the figures. Sorry, you go had ahead. said that you had you you had said that you knew of uh you you had an example of a of a woman on a U.S. coin. So that was going to be a follow up. Well, I believe I'm right about this. I might be wrong, but I I don't mind being wrong because that's how I would learn. But Sacagawea was on a, a, a yeah. Wasn't she on a dollar coin that was. Uh, in fact, it may still be in circulation. You, if you've got one, you it can. Sure I've is. got one. I know I've got one that that uh, uh, I put on my desk, and it's just sort of lay, lay, lies there. And uh, but but it's still in. Yeah. It's still a, a part of the currency, isn't it? That's right. So she would be an example. Oh, she would be an example of that. That's the only one that you could really consider to be a current circulating coin that has a woman. Um, right. Technically, all U.S. Uh, paper and coinage is still circulatable. Okay, it would be but, fun uh, if we if we had our coin <laughs> our phone, phone so we people could call in if we put out the question. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening. Who is Sacagawea? Uh, well, that's right. That's right. So and you know, um, let's see. Now I I was thinking you probably could guess the other uh, recent woman on a coin. Recent woman on a coin. Mm-hmm. On a dollar coin as well, actually. On a dollar coin. Uh, I'm, I'm just drawing a blank tonight. My mind has <laughs> so been up way too long today. But who is the yeah. woman on Susan B. Anthony. So that, that, that's right. There was, in fact, it became kind of fluid, a Susan B. Anthony coin. And they're still in yep, circulation, too, I believe, aren't they? Well, technically, again, you know, it's all U.S. coins are still circulating legally circulatable uh you know you, you don't get them in pocket change or anything but uh but yeah it, it's still absolutely spendable so uh, those, you know those are those are the two prominent examples of a of a circulating coin you know something that was you know would have been in somebody's pocket uh whereas there are loads of commemorative coins um and, and some some that do have women on them but that, that would never have circulated. Nobody would have ever had one in their pocket, for instance. They would not have been, and we, we were sneaking up on our break here, so, so we're going yeah. to need to take time. But they would never have been, you know, tending to be used for legal tender or anything like that. Exactly, to exactly. Bills. Austin Maddox has some good questions. In fact, uh, I like that question. That was good that you took that assignment. We're going to have to pause for the news right now, but we'll be back, and yeah, I think you've got a couple more questions for us. Oh, uh, let's see, let me look at my calendar here. I, 
things are so confusing these days. It's March 3rd. It is Wednesday night. And our guest tonight is Austin Maddox of Maddox Coins and Stamps. Before we get back to Austin and a couple of more questions to see if he can quiz Tom and Tom can succeed or not succeed, uh, tomorrow night will be uh, a nostalgia night. And I thought tomorrow night we would talk about the year. I think the first uh, uh, coronavirus case was diagnosed in North Carolina a year ago today or yesterday. It's, it's right in here. And it's been just about a year that we've been dealing with this war, uh, which is what I like to, not like to, but tend to think of it as. And so uh, we can we can wax nostalgic about what has gone on and happened to us in the last year. And uh, that will be tomorrow night, Friday night will be Friday night trivia. Uh, next Monday night, of course, if you're interested in the economy, Dr. Mike Walden will pay his monthly visit. But we're talking about coins and stamps, or as I put on the, the schedule on the website, numismatics, which is coin collecting, and philately, which is stamp collecting. And the, the schedule for each week goes on the website each Monday morning, so you can find out what's coming up during the week and decide if you can listen, if you want to listen. But uh, Austin Maddox was kind enough to be on with us tonight. Austin, I enjoyed that first question, and uh, do you mind asking the other two and, and see what we can do with them? Sure. So the next one, I uh, wanted to follow the same theme here, is so what What person of color was featured on a U.S. banknote? Whoa. U.S. person of color. Hmm. I'm going to say Frederick Douglass. So, you know, so this is a tricky one. Um, answer is none. None. There's okay. Never been well, Washington, yeah. 
was very popular then, and that's when uh, a lot of uh, there used to be a Booker T. Booker T. Washington High School in Rocky Mount, mm-hmm. I believe. It was a black school, and uh, yeah. But uh, he was very popular, so it, 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 that's believable that they would be uh, honorariums and so on. And probably the Absolutely. next person would, that would be honored would be George Washington Carver. So, but anyway, uh, that's sure. Right. And so, well, yeah, there there is a there is one that has. Uh, as you said, uh, Washington Carver on it okay. uh, as well. Booker T is one, you know, it's, it's very prominent. The, the Washington Carver is as well, and there are other examples that have uh, less, like, a, you know, as part of the, as, as part of what's shown, um, including there are, with some of the state quarters and whatnot that have come out, I believe there's some, I believe there's one, somebody on one of the very modern ones, but I, I can't quite recall right now. Right. Um, and speaking of the Tuskegee Airmen, uh, the commemorative, I think, is this, this year the commemorative coin came out for the Tuskegee Airmen. Uh, again, it's not a circulating coin, though. It's, it's only something you would buy from the Mint. Right. Okay, now that's two of our questions. Do we have a third? All right. Uh, let's uh, let's see. Uh, let me see if I've got. Yeah, and, and as I said, there's you know some other uh, uh, there's some other com- commemoratives like it, there's a Jackie Robinson for instance as well. Uh, trivia. So, anyways, trivia question three. So, who do you think is on more banknotes worldwide than anyone else? Single person, singular person. More banknotes worldwide than anyone else. I'm going to say. Queen Elizabeth. There you go. Yeah, is that right? Sure. It sure is. Um, good, you know, good logic uh, with that because, of course, Britain had loads of colonies, and when you colonize someone, first thing you do is put your put put your monarch on their banknote. And 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 the Commonwealth still exists, and they they. I was thinking today about that. The, the United States is often described as having a special relationship with Great Britain, you know, mm-hmm. because they were once the mother country. That was particularly mm-hmm. true, like in World War II. There was no way we were going to let uh, uh, the Germans take over Great Britain without you know, America mm-hmm. getting into the war. It's just not going to happen. But, sure. but the, I think uh, Queen Elizabeth is still on the coinage in Canada and probably Australia and maybe maybe in South Africa. We would. Need to check that out. Not anymore. Yeah, she's uh, South Africa. I don't believe actually ever had her on it on the paper. Ah. Um, a, a lot of countries have actually gotten away now uh, with the more modern ones of having her on them, or at least where they used to, where all of them maybe you know they had a let's say a one through one hundred dollar bill from Fiji. She'd be on all of them. She'd be on the one, five, ten, twenty, fifty. Now maybe she's on either none or maybe just one of them, and they feature other prominent figures of of the countries instead. Um, you know, scientists, right. poets, musicians. Uh, you know, uh, presidents. And also yeah, to and demonstrate their, their, also to demonstrate that they are really independent too. You know, they're, they're right. Exactly. They're, exactly. They're, uh, you know, like you were saying, Canada had her on the money, Australia, New Zealand, uh, all of them. Yeah, I know. Uh, I can remember uh, 
of having a Canadian quarter, I think. And the nice thing mm-hmm. about Canadian quarters were they, they were exactly the same size as American quarters and yeah. would work in the drink machine. <laughs> oh, yeah? And it had Queen Elizabeth on it. But this was years ago. Uh, I haven't kept up with things. But uh, a lot of the former colonies are now uh, demonstrating their complete independence from the uh, from the from mm-hmm. what used to be the colonial British Empire by uh, not... Uh, having quite a direct connection. But there are benefits, I think, in terms of trade and other things uh, that uh, would make it make it popular for them to to remain in sure. what is called the British Commonwealth. Well, that's That's good. right. That's right. Well, so, you had a good, good homework assignment tonight. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I figured, you know, I figured we could try to talk about them, you know, with, uh, with what the commemorative commemorating months we're in now. Um, wanted to also mention that the women's suffrage uh, commemorative also came out pretty recently. I, that, I think that came out in late 2020. Uh, so obviously the the uh, 100th anniversary of the ratification of the 19th Amendment. Right, I think it was uh, sometime in, in, like in the fall, like in October or November, that it, that it you know, the clock clicked over 100 mm-hmm. years, exactly, and so on. And, right. And the 19th right. Amendment became law, yeah. Yeah, so we've got a commemorative for that as well, uh, coin. Right, and when you people buy commemoratives, uh, I know you've talked about this before in different times, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, I think the, the uh, what am I trying to say, the people who make coins have a, have a website and so on. And yeah, you the can, you can buy those, mm-hmm. and you can become aware of what's for sale, and so on. And that's right. Uh, U.S. Mint. Yeah. Uh, U.S. is the direct website to buy them. You know, directly from the government. Um, uh, to be quite honest, a lot of times they become less expensive after about a year, um, and and you know you you may well be able to buy them a little less expensive then. But you know, if it's a if it's a subject that's important to people, I think they'd like, you know, they want to go ahead and get it when it comes out. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but, but then again, it's, it's very American to wait for the sale to take place. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> right. I think that's kind of cute, as a matter of fact. Uh, right. I've wanted to, to do something like that a couple of times in my life. But, uh, there was a certain amount of inertia, which is always a word that I liked in, in, in doing it, that is you have to do it or... Or get up, get up off your rear end, and, and do what you need to do, and so on. But uh, I know I've gone That's to right. that website before. But uh, it yeah, may be it's one a very of the things, direct way to get it. It will be interesting to see if people start uh, saving, uh, you know, making uh, collectible items out of twenty-dollar bills at some point when when it's realized that that Andrew Jackson and who uh, they, mm-hmm. they need to open up some space. Apparently, for uh, you know, for members of the African American community, because of their contribution to American history, to to be on the money. And I know there has been, and it's caused a little bit of a, a brouhaha. Uh, the idea of having more recent Americans than just uh, mm-hmm. like founding fathers and so on on the on the money. Washington, sure, and Lincoln. We don't have any very many recent people. Uh, Jefferson. I have mm-hmm. uh, I have one two dollar bill, 
that I yep. think I know yep. where it is. I thought I hid it somewhere, so I wouldn't spend it. But it has Jefferson on it, I think. Sure. Yeah. Well, and, you know, uh, and like you were saying with the twenty, you know, when they, when they, if they change, I guess I should say, um, there are so many twenties out there that the chance of, you know, it, it won't, it certainly won't become more expensive because they've changed. Um, being that it's all supply and demand, it's, there's just so the supply is just massive of twenties with uh, with Andrew Jackson on them. If I remember correctly, after the one dollar bill, the the <coughs> the amount uh, the bill that has the most numbers of bills mm-hmm. in circulation is the twenty, not yeah. not the not the exactly. five or ten. And exactly. I know when so, I cash a check, I you know try to get twenties because I can't go, I don't go anywhere that they'll take a fifty. Or that's right. <laughs> if I should have one. Interesting right. about coinage and so on, because we're constantly reminded of it. And you know, there has been the suggestion that Americans loosen up a little bit because essentially all of our money is green. And and in most mm-hmm. countries, the money is a kind of a part of uh, the, the art of the of the civilization. And I know in in in, in Great Britain, the money is has the you know, artists on it, the, the Queen, you know, writers musicians and, and sure. distinguished people and and they in all kinds of different colors and so on but mm-hmm. uh, I'm yeah they try uh, to reflect the culture yeah try to reflect the culture exactly Austin we need to take another break you and I are chewing up okay. this time tonight but that's a good thing uh, we, we'll see what we have else we have on offer after we pause for a moment here on WPTF <laughs> We're talking about stamps. We're talking about money. We've talked about coins and also about folding money, long green, as uh, as, as some song calls it, and with the guy who would know, uh, Austin Maddox, the proprietor of Maddox Coins and Stamps, which is at 801 Oberlin Road, and uh, we'll give you the full information of how to get in touch with those folks. I was going to ask you about the standardization of the coinage in the United States, but I don't want to get in your way if you've got something else on your mind. You, and you may not know about the standardization of the coinage. Uh, uh, well, please expand on please expand Well, here's what I was thinking. Well, uh, I was making some money, and I always like to show off, so I was telling Mrs. Kearney that, that she said, Kim, you got a penny, Tom. I said, well, it, actually, Sue, this is not a penny, you know. I'm a kind of a nut up on that subject. It's a one cent piece, uh, but they, right. the British have a penny, and, and ours uh, it has approximately the same value. It's the lowest denomination. Uh, they used to have something in Britain called the high penny, but they didn't have the, you know, the decimal coinage. You know, they didn't have the the, the coinage that can be converted by simply moving a zero. And, and, uh, That's right. And so, but. Fortunately, sometime in, in my lifetime, they've changed it, so it's a lot easier to to compete and so on. But yes, I was thinking about, well, we have a penny, and we, we call it that, even though it's a one-cent coin. Uh, about when did the nickel come along? And I guess it's named for the fact that it may have been made, at least partially, out of a metal, the metal nickel, if that makes sense. Right. Well, and, uh, so kind of a two-part answer to that. So the nickel in its current form um, began around 1869, uh, but before that we had a half dime. So it was a silver silver piece as opposed to, a, as you said, a nickel um, p- 
piece. Uh, so it was made of silver. It was called a half diamond. It was worth five cents. And it was, so, it was kind of small, wasn't it? It was quite small. So it, it would small. be smaller. Yeah. It's smaller than a dime. I'm, I'm not sure if it was half the size. I think in by weight, uh, by the amount of silver in it, I think it was half of a dime worth of silver. And that, I think, started pretty early 1800s. I can't pull the number right out of my head on that one. Okay, that, that's all right, but that's sort of what I had in mind. And, and yeah. one reason I was thinking about this is, uh, well, well, at the end of January, I was thinking about the March of Dimes, you know, which used to be mm -hmm. the, the uh, fundraising thing to combat polio. And it's still in business, but but it's, it deals with uh, birth defects and stuff now because, uh, mm -hmm. but, but the dime, uh, if I remember correctly, got its name. It's a French thing because "dies" in, in French means ten, yep. and it was ten cents. You're right, exactly, exactly. And then the and, uh, the quarter is obviously a quarter of a dollar. Sure. And and, and then the, the the half dollar, and then the, there's the dollar, and uh, but I don't know when, right. when they came into common usage. You know, uh, uh, they, right. They, uh, We've had uh, our current denominations pretty close to since the beginning. I mean, okay. you know, we since the well, since the late 1700s, uh, late late 1700s is when American coinage started, anyways. So 1793, 1794, and five. Uh, once we were into 95, is when we we were kind of rolling with the cu currency. We certainly had a dollar by 95. I would have to end up in a penny without without a doubt. Um, I would have to check what year the others started, but they were very all of them were very close to the beginning. Okay, well, within, good. within a few years of each other. At most. Good. Well, maybe we can we can maybe that can be your homework assignment. Well, not next time. Yeah. Some, but sometime when you when you have a minute and you're lolling around the shop looking and see what you and I'll see if I can discover it. I love historical right. projects like that. And, Okay. Well, and we tried some other denominations, as as you as I know, I'm sure you all know. But we tried a two cent, three cent piece, a twenty cent piece, um, and you know this 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 completely neglects all of our gold denominations that we had, uh, which started with a dollar gold coin, which which was about the size of a dime, and went up to a twenty dollar gold coin, which is about the size of a you know larger silver dollar, um, and, and with those. Those started quite early as well. Let me uh, tell you. Let me tell you something. Now. Let me tell you something you'll find interesting. Just as it's beginning to get interesting, it's time for us to sign off for tonight. Is that all right? That's right. <laughs> well, you hold on to that information. We'll have you back in six weeks or so, and we'll talk some more about coins. And I'm, I'm going to give you a call off the air once, once we're gone. But thanks for being with us tonight. Thanks, Tom. Okay. Austin Maddox. Maddox Coins and Stamps.